Hello, fellow explorers. Welcome to Siren Soapbox. We are on a mission to explore, and tonight we are going to do some exploring about our upcoming episodes. This is our pre-dive. So in the world of scuba diving, a pre-dive is when you get together with all the other divers and talk about your dive plan, what you're going to do, what you want to see, when you're going to turn around, that kind of stuff. And uh, that's that's us. We're coming up with our dive plan for the rest of 2023 and January of 2024. Oh, can't believe it's December already. I know. Yeah. It's crazy. I All right. So we are recording this on December 11th. And it probably won't be, uh, I know for a fact, it won't be released until January or December 29th. Um, So by the time you fellow explorer listening to this, it's going to be almost the new year, like a couple days away. So happy new year. Happy new year. (laughs) Hope you had a great Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. (laughs) All right, girls, I have a lot of ideas for upcoming episodes. Oh, gosh. Uh-oh. I think Why you guys... is she wringing her hands like a super villain? I know. I know. <laughs> I think you guys know about all of them already. So this shouldn't be, this shouldn't come as any huge surprise. And I think we talked about this next one on our last episode. But next week, we are going to we're going to explore recipes that are at least 150 years old. Tracy, why are you rubbing your eyes? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you were rubbing your eyes because you don't want to make a recipe. I told well, I Ben do. about this and he's excited. Oh, is he? Really? I love it when he gets excited about episodes. <laughs> yeah, me too. Huh. I haven't even told Dino about it. I'll let you know what he says. Sarah, you said you printed stuff out already. I did. And in fact, what I printed out was something that I um, researched a little bit, not long after we first talked about this. So long ago, actually, that I kind of forgot all about it. Um, But I found something um, that is related to something that goes back at least, according to the paperwork, 30,000 years. What? What? I know, right? So, hmm. bet you all can't wait to hear about that. Yeah, that's a cliffhanger. It is. In fact, but the people that are listening to this, when will we release that episode? If we're recording that episode on the 18th, will that be released before Christmas? So our listeners may be thinking, no, we're going to release this in January. Yep. So the 150-year-old recipe episode will be released January 12th or 13th. (laughs) All right. Here's the thing. If you have been a fan of the show from the very beginning, you know that we release episodes on Fridays. Except for the last few months when everything has been loosey-goosey in my world and episodes get released on Saturday. (laughs) So that's what happens. (laughs) That's why I said 12 or 13, because it's either going to be Friday or Saturday. (laughs) He's not committing. (laughs) That's right. It's a mystery. I don't even know. So we we have uh, like one of our favorite foods on the island, and they're on lots of different islands. Are Johnny cakes? And mm-hmm. so I just looked it up, and Johnny cake is from 1739. Oh, that's at least 150 years old. I know. It's exciting. <laughs> 
If you do that, you have to make some uh, at the end of January. I'm just saying. <laughs> There's a similar one called a hoe cake. Maybe we can make hoe cakes while you're here. <laughs> <laughs> or bring, so, bring a recipe and we'll do it when you're here. Okay. So I just found a recipe for Oma's apple apple kuchen, which seems an awful like an awful lot like the Polish apple kuchen. I think that's how you say it. That's more than 150 years old and it uses Granny Smith apples and it's super delicious and um buttery and gooey and tasty. Mm. I think this is gonna be fun. I've I uh I'm I'm wondering if 150 year 150 years is going to make it challenging enough. I don't know. I went back thirty thousand. I'm just saying. Sahara <laughs> <laughs> has set the benchmark. <laughs> Maybe we'll have bonus points for oldest. Oh, so here's one. This is green tomato pie. I feel like that's not something that people that I have ever been served. I know I have never been served green tomato pie. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll stick to recipes that were popular 150 years ago, but have sort of died out over time. Well, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Well, that I reminds me if there's fried, similar, fried tomatoes. yeah, that's what I was going to say. I wonder if there's some oh. fried green tomatoes. I love them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I eat those a lot. Mm -hmm. I've been craving oh, Indian don't. food, so maybe I need to see how old naan is. Ah. I bet it's pretty old. I bet it is, too. Yeah, I bet it is. All right, so that episode's right, going to be fun. Well, this is for next Monday, um, so that'll be just in time for you guys to perfect your 150-year-old recipe for your holiday celebration. And we could take videos of ourselves making our recipes and that could be some really interesting patreon content i That's true. love that i love that i want to host a cooking class idea ever it's my favorite idea ever <laughs> i want to i want to do a uh cooking show through patreon that That'd would be, be awesome. fun mm-hmm all right. Well, uh, I we'll can get to watch it. I can get to watch it. <laughs> That's right. You're a subscriber. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> if we put it on Patreon and record it, then maybe I can actually join because usually you do it in the middle of the night for me. Oh, that's true. That is a good point, Jess. There are alarms, Jess. You just set an alarm. <sighs> yeah. I think it I'm going to be like, up and cooking for one cooking and me right. but also at like 1 a.m 2 a.m well what i say is you wake ben up you both make some middle of the night cocktails let ben do the cooking you be his sous chef and uh chitty chitty chat chat with your girlfriends <laughs> while he does all the hard work sounds fair i do like that plan i see yeah. a plan i see a plan come together mm -hmm. <laughs> I am a problem solver. That's what I do. <laughs> now for Ben, you're not. <laughs> I'm a problem creator for Ben. <laughs> okay, so next week, 150-year-old recipes. The week after that is Christmas. And I know we all celebrate Christmas and we are all taking that night off. So no episode then. The week after that is New Year's Day. 
and I am not working that day either. So another break. So we're going to be off for two weeks. And then when we come back on January 8th, the big show for the first episode, well, the first episode recording of the new year, juggling. Oh my God. Tracy looked at me like, that is so stupid. (laughs) I can juggle. All right. Well, I cannot. We don't have to do it's a good episode. You do? Okay. I was gonna say we don't have to do that either. That was just something that I wanted to try. I'll have to find something to to or I'll have a black eye. So one of my favorite Mark stories is that we were out at a bar one night and I don't know, I think a bartender was juggling lines and Mark was like, I can do that. And I was like, no, you can't. He was like, yeah, I can. And we got back to my house and he juggled limes in my kitchen. And I'm going to start with wine bottles. Oh, that's smart. <laughs> good start. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> that's a good Let idea. I'm going to win. I'm going to, I'm going to warn Bill. <laughs> no fair. I feel like there is a really strong correlation between juggling and math skills. Hmm. And my major in college was math. And every time I went to a conference, people brought their juggling balls to conferences. And so there was lots of juggling going on in conferences Hmm. during my undergraduate work. It's a thing. That is weird. Now and now I don't have any stories for the episode. I've already told them all. We basically just recorded that episode. Yeah, so juggling's done. Uh, we'll just <laughs> pull this out and release that as an episode. <laughs> I lucked out there. Um, I have that is the craziest thing I've ever heard, Tracy. A whole bunch of mathematicians. I know you're not a mathematician, but showing up to juggle. Well, I totally am a mathematician. I have a degree in mathematics. I guess you are a mathematician. So yeah, they do juggle. And I also can juggle. And it's a thing. Maybe we can take a poll. Are you good at math? Do you juggle? I am good at math. Um, I'm not a mathematician, but I am pretty good at math. So I wonder if I'll be good at juggling. I mean, what makes a mathematician? I'm going to Google that because I think you're, I think you're being very exclusive with your terminology. Well, Why are you so exclusive. You said that you, you were a mathematician because you have a degree in mathematics, but I do not. So I consider myself not a mathematician. I did not say that. I simply said, I am a mathematician. And then I added, I have a degree <laughs> in mathematics, but I didn't say because. That is a qualifier that should be specified. So you you win that one, Tracy. I'm trying to to decide what color balls I want. Um, They're they're really important questions. Yeah, it was super important. I was thinking, I thought I was just going to start with scarves. Okay, total sidebar, total sidebar. I use this tool called um, Toby. T-O-B-Y. And Toby, it like manages tabs for you and you can create collections. 
So all of my regular internet usage is organized through this tool called Toby. I don't know if this is Toby's fault. It's gotta be Toby's fault. It can't be Chrome's fault, but every <laughs> so often, my default search engine goes back to Yahoo and I have to go into my settings and change it back to Google. And yes, that's a sidebar, but it just happened because I'm trying to Google a definition of mathematician. But before I can do that, I have to change my uh, search engine. Toby, I'm trying to Google definition of mathematician, not Yahoo. Yeah, that's definition right. of mathematician. That's right. Nobody says I'm going to go Yahoo that. Let, <laughs> let me Yahoo that for you. Let me Yahoo that. Can you <laughs> Yahoo that for me? No. Consult the Yahoos. Search engine. And then when I change it, I delete Yahoo. I completely delete it. And now it's back. You know what? So Apparently, Toby and Yahoo have a thing going on. Oh, what if they're I'm, having I'm an sure affair? I'm sure they do. I'm sure that they do. That's it. That's what's happening. Hmm. How does everyone else feel about juggling? I have tried juggling and I'm terrible at it, but I will try it again. Zay, hey, I'm really excited as I sit here choosing the color of my balls. <laughs> so I bought everybody <laughs> on my team. I bought my team stress balls for Christmas and um, it came in like an 18 pack and I only have six people on my team. Um, so I have a lot of extra. So now I can go through and I can also choose the color of my balls because they are multicolored stress balls. Hmm. You know, All I'm right. pretty sure my son juggles. So maybe this could be an excuse to bond with my kid. I know Will juggles. He's done it before and he's great at math. You know, he's a... Oh engineering degree yeah oh yeah i'm also terrible at math so mathematician an expert in or student of mathematics i'm probably now, neither of those things anymore hmm. but i can juggle <laughs> but i can juggle <laughs> what's the craziest thing you've juggled well i'm not really good at juggling i just can juggle and so the craziest thing I've juggled are balls. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are we going to be able to do this episode? Or are we just going to be giggling like Listen, eight year old boys the entire I was, time? I was going to say 12 year olds. I want to get boys. good enough to be able to juggle bottles of wine. That's a, that's a goal, Sarah. Maybe are you going to put that on your vision board? <laughs> for 2024 <laughs> juggle wine bottles. <laughs> Oh, si total sidebar again. Is anybody going to make a vision board for 2024? Probably not. No. I have lots of no's going on. Yeah, lots of head <laughs> shakings. I um I haven't decided yet. I've had a vision board for the last two years. And I the first year I feel like maybe I got some benefit from it, but this year I don't I don't know that it helped me all that much. So I'm going to have to do some, spend some time reflecting at the, I, I do that a lot. Um, like the last week of the year, I'll do some reflecting on the year and make some goals for the next year. Um, so I'll have to see if I thought it helped me. I'm, I'm on the fence leaning towards no. So we may have 100% siren soapbox 
dishing the vision boards for 2024. I just feel like I, you know, I um have a hard enough time getting all the other stuff done and actually doing the things, but to actually then take the time to make a nice pretty board to talk about the things that I'm not doing that I should be doing. I have to prioritize where I put my efforts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree. Here's All right. A quote I was talking about. It's Mark Twain. He says, 20 years from now, never mind. That's not it at all. <laughs> Just not kidding. It. I'm, ki- I'm going to keep on looking. Damn it, Toby. But here's this one. <laughs> it's amazing what ordinary people can do if they set out without preconceived notions. I don't know. I feel like I'm developing a whole different attitude about having preconceived notions and big goals. And I wonder, Mm. I wonder if that's really the best way to live. That's interesting. I uh, think that would be an interesting discussion. I find that when you get to the end, like I'll remember the um, episode that we did where we looked back to see how we had done with our vision board goals over the course of the year. And it, it can be a little demoralizing when you, you know, and, and I, I think that our, um, the Rachel Lethem, I think it was that we were with, um, that talked a lot about the vision boards. I mean, I think it was great talking about all these things and going over them. And I think she was very careful to say that even if you don't accomplish the goal, you know, it's still, you know, progress, not perfection and everything and, and what have you. But I found it a little demoralizing at the end of the year to look back and think, oh, yeah, look at all that things. I look at all those things I thought I might get done or do and crap, I didn't get that done. And sometimes yeah. the, the more tasks you set for yourself and it can be demoralizing when you don't hit them. I don't but need demoralizing. I've. I found it fascinating how many of the goals I was no longer even interested in or weren't even on my path. And, yeah. I, and I wondered if setting those kind of goals so far in advance limits what you do in your life, that might be amazing because you feel like you have to, you feel like you should be reaching to achieve a certain goal that you set a year ago when you were a different person. That's interesting. And true, I, I was looking at my vision board uh, the other day, and most of the stuff that I have on there is just sort of relates to family and that kind of stuff, but um, and the podcast, but it is different. Like I no longer desire to, I love this show, but I don't need it to be nominated for podcast awards, you know, it'd be great if it, if it were, but it's not, I, I don't want to Sarah's point to not achieving if, because we didn't achieve that this year, I don't want that to feel bad for me for next year. So right. I don't know. I love the show and we're going to keep doing it. Even if we don't get nominated as best podcast of the year on iHeartRadio. Like if you, if you just Google disappointment caused by then the majority of what you'll find is having unfulfilled expectations or having preconceived notions of what should be or concentrating more on what should be than what is. And so it's interesting because at one point in our history as a podcast, we said, don't say should. And yet, how can you, I mean, should and should be is a big part of 
a vision board, isn't it? I don't know. Or see, I don't know if it should necessarily, but could, you could be. Right. So I think that's different because should, in my mind, like should is um, just swathed in regret and could, I feel like is more hope. I don't know. Oh, so you're saying a vision board is more about what could be. Yes. It is when you create it. It's not when you look at it one year later. Well, that's perspective. If you look at it one year later and you think, well, I didn't accomplish these things, but that's okay because that's not who I am anymore. Then you're not filled with regret and you don't look at it from your shoulds, I guess, from a should perspective. So it just, but it just I, makes me wonder what good is it? Like, yeah, if you're not, I mean, why do it? Yeah. I don't know. This could be yeah. a whole episode about, or conversation about like goal setting and stuff. Do you set goals at all? Are they more short-term? I do set goals and, but I'm just saying that more recently I'm, I'm questioning the value of setting goals. Oh, I see. Altogether. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Because sometimes a goal can become the determiner of your path. If you are that set on making it happen long after, long after maybe you realize it's not the best path. I mean, I don't know. Like hmm. I think about some of the goals I've set and how those goals really dictated a direction of my life. When I decided to live on board a boat that took over my life for well over a year because that became the thing that I had to accomplish. Was it the best thing for me? I mean, I don't have any regrets about it, but I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I've I don't seen have the answers. I've seen this a lot in the medical field where, you know, somebody goes into medicine because that's their goal. They want to be a doctor. They want to do this and they, it's their goal. And, and, uh, you know, to the detriment of anything else, they pursue that goal. And then, because that's a fairly difficult goal to achieve and it takes a lot of time, you know, I mean, anybody that could become a doctor if they wanted to, it takes just a lot of time and commitment. And then they get there and realize well, shit, this isn't really what I wanted because, you know, being a doctor changes over time. And it's certainly changed an awful lot since I went into it. And, you know, you, you're training all that time and then you realize, oh, wow, this is not even what I really wanted. I not, see only, not only that, but if, if, if that person also is taking out student loans, now they have $150,000 worth of student loans they have to pay back. So now they have to be a doctor or else they can't afford the payments. Yeah. So... Yeah. But Mur, I really liked your perspective on it, changing the should to a could and the way I, I really like your your perspective on even the looking back on the things that weren't accomplished. I thought that was very, a very smart and mature way of looking at it. Well, thanks, Sarah. If I am anything, I am smart and mature. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me rethink that. <laughs> I just want to be clear. I'm not laughing at the smart part. I'm laughing at the <laughs> other part. And I'm wondering how many people really describe you that way. <laughs> I'm laughing at immature. the fact that she couldn't get it out. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I would like everybody to point out that 
Mara was the first one that started laughing as she said the word mature. Yes. <laughs> Mara said it with a straight face and, and mostly meant it, the mature part even, because it was a very mature comment to make, but. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that was fun. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. What's I'm next? Doing the vision board. So there. All right. So juggling will be, uh, we'll, work, we'll record that January 8th. And then the next week is Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And we have another break. And I will be. Uh, what else is it, Mur? Oh, 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 it's also Jess's birthday. Jess, are you sharing your age? She's going to be Whoa. 40 years old on January 15th. That's so exciting. Welcome. You're almost there. We'll welcome you to the 40s club when you when I am you make almost it. smart and mature as well. <laughs> so close. <laughs> oh, that's right. That'll be happy birthday, Jess. And we're taking the night off for your birthday and Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> I told everybody they get the day off work for my birthday. You're oh, welcome. that was awful nice of you, Jess. Also, so, MLK, because he's a pretty amazing person. Yeah, MLK rocks. RIP. Um, the weekend, that weekend, though, leading up to Martin Luther King Jr. Day, my boyfriend, Marky Mark, you may have heard me talk about him from time to time. Mark and I will be in Florida with our kids. We're going to have Hoko family weekend swimming with the manatee. So... That's exciting. We're going to go swim with manatees. And I'm thinking that it might be the perfect place to practice my kite flying skills because that's what we're recording about the following week, January 22nd, kite flying. Mur, do you remember when we had a manatee weekend and Ben and I went out to whatever that beach is there, Crystal River, and there were like these giant like trilobites in the fog that uh like somebody was flying these giant kites like four or five of them and it wow. was like super foggy and misty and it looked like aliens were invading or something i love and that they, they were so scary <laughs> <laughs> like what is happening right now we finally realized they were like kites but they were shaped like trilobites so it was scary that is crazy and fun Tracy, that'll be a recording that we will do while we're together. Oh, yeah. you guys can fly a kite in St. Croix together before that yeah. episode. Oh, yeah. That'll, Good trade wins. Yeah. <laughs> so I have do to hold each other down. I do know that you can buy <laughs> kites on Amazon. Obviously, you can buy kites, you can buy anything on Amazon. But and I probably will buy one because they're not very expensive. But also, I am going to try my hand at making a kite and seeing how that goes. Tracy, maybe we can order some kits to make um, kites and we can make our kite while we're, while we're there. Some kite kits? You want to get kite kits? They kite sell kit. them on Amazon. I already bought some balls on Amazon. Uh, they're on their way and will be here on the 13th. So I'm going to look on Amazon and see if they've got kite kits. You know they do. Kite kits. Um, if we were organized at all, we might put a link on our page or something to kites under the Siren Soapbox account, but I'm, I'm not setting it up. So 
in reality, yeah, everyone can Google kite kits and find them themselves. It'll be fine. Or or Yahoo them if you prefer, but I'll just... <laughs> <laughs> or go to your local toy store and support a local business if you hate Amazon and large companies. There is a really cool toy store here in Cincinnati that I always forget about. And I might actually go check them out and see if they have kites. You know what kills me about that whole idea? And maybe someday someone can help me understand it. Is that Amazon started small. Yeah. Like at, at what point do we decide that a company is the enemy just because they were a success? Like you can only right. be successful to a certain point before you're big company and people say really negative things about you as long as you say small you're okay yeah um I don't know the answer to that Tracy but that's a good philosophical question all I know is is I, I'm really sorry but when I want something I can just pick up my phone and I can have it here tomorrow so it's hard to argue with that yeah. same I don't have that many small businesses I do try to support local because it's local, but not because I have any bad feelings about big companies because they were just guys whose people who started really small and were really successful. So why we got to cancel them and hate them? Yeah, and that is a dragon kite. Look at that dragon kite. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, oh. to be clear, I'm not anti big business either. I work for a very large bank. <laughs> Yay, big business. <laughs> There's an orca kite, guys. Ooh, I might oh, have to get the... that one. Is there is there a turtle kite? Stand by. You know there is. Tracy's like, I don't need to make a kite. I just need to buy that turtle kite. <laughs> Alter it. I'll add some more. Because I do know that the tails on a kite really do help keep it under control in heavy winds. See, I, I heard that recently and I had no idea that that tail was so pivotal. There it is. Yeah, that's what I need. I need that guy. Oh, add to cart. Uh, <laughs> buy with one click. <laughs> so here's the thing about kite flying. Have you ever, so I have flown a lot of kites and it's, it's just, to me, it's just like in life where you have something and it's, it's going, it's going, it's going, everything's going great. It's going up and you're all excited. And then at some point you realize you got to get that thing back down and wind up all that stream. Like there's that moment when you realize, oh, this, this went way further than I ever planned for it to <laughs> just like in life. Like now I got to get that back. You know, I have some very, um, so I have memories of having kites as a child. So in my home, my parents weren't very involved in our lives. So we would get things like a kite that you'd have to assemble before you could go out and fly it. And nobody helped us assemble this shit. So we were just like, would half-ass it. We're not reading directions. We're five. And we never, ever could get a kite off the ground. So, really? oh yeah, because nobody would help me. I was too little. I didn't know. So well, at five, I get it, but well, in it's reality, it's probably why you're such a strong and smart person. Now we help kids way too much. Kids need to figure some stuff out on their own. Yeah, that's a good point. I am struggling it's right now. Probably why you're so amazing. 
I'm struggling with my 18 year old daughter right now, not doing enough for herself. So mm-hmm. I don't think she so listens at- to our show, but if she does, Kenzie, I love you. Get your driver's license. So <laughs> at my school, it's on every single person's job description. Do not do for a kid what he or she can do for him or herself. I love that. It's on the job description. It's hard. It is hard. hard. When I started teaching scuba diving, the hardest thing for me was to not like reach in and just help somebody do something like I can't really help somebody clear their mask, but um, I don't know if they were having a hard time getting their regulator during the reg recovery. It was really hard for me to not just help them do it. Mm-hmm. It was the hardest lesson I think I had to learn as a teacher. Yeah. Cause helping them rarely helps them. I could order this and have it here for the Tuesday before you get here. Sweet. Shall I, I order love this plan? Yes. I've just sent it to the, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's 40 by it says it's yeah it's about 40 by 50 um maybe the three of us jess i wish you were coming to cincinnati for christmas but maybe the three of us can go fly a kite together on december 26th you know what mer go fly a kite yeah i think i will so how about that when i think about flying a kite i think about uh charlie brown i think about mary poppins I think about Charlie Brown, all of those cartoon strips with him and that damn kite. I that still kite. think about the moment I realized I had to get it back down. <laughs> I don't know that I have flown. A, I don't remember when I've flown a kite. Huh. It's been a very long time for me. I think the last one I remember was at Carillon Park in Dayton hmm. with the big bell tower. But I think I'm going to have to find somewhere with like an open field that's like inland mm. because I don't want it to go out of control and end up in the ocean. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I would wanna... feel very, very bad. Yeah, you don't want uh, it. It is the thing. That's what I'm telling you. The wind, once the wind gets it, have you ever fought the wind? No, I'm telling you, I have never, first of all, never gotten a kite in the air. Second of all, I've never fought the wind. I've never experienced anything more than a thunderstorm as far as wind is concerned. But I know that wind makes tornadoes and hurricanes and that shit is devastating. So I have gotten um, friction burns on my fingers from the string. Like as the kite goes, once it gets up high enough, the wind will totally take it. And that's when it hits you. <laughs> can I just can I just point out that what at Christmas time when we're all here and we could go fly kite together, it's gonna be yucky weather. How do you know what's gonna be like in two uh, weeks, Sarah? Cold and yucky. Why are you predicting you know, ugly? Uh, because it just always is around here. I'm gonna go. Do you want do you want me to order this, Tracy, so it's here when you get here? Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I'm gonna need extra string. How many times do we have to say yes? <laughs> Extra, Extra string. string. Yeah. Stand by. Uh, hold, please. Is that an option? <laughs> All right. So that's going to be January 22nd, the last Monday in January. Wait, oh, one sorry. second. Oh, oh, sorry. Do you know if we go fly kites and we're in Cincinnati, do you want your own kite? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. we need two kites. <laughs> what do you want yours to be shaped like? Mine's a turtle. 
He wants a he wants a mystery surprise kite. So I'm a dragon. So if you'll order us two kites and two extra rolls of string, I'll Venmo you some of the monies. I guess I should order a freaking kite too, then, huh? Or, or make one. Or a kite kit. Yeah. So that's a supersized three headed dragon 3D. You guys will that's never I say back home. You guys are gonna have to check bags to get these home. <laughs> <laughs> They're staying with you, Sarah. Are you kidding? You guys are getting kite kits for the island. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you that even as an adult, I up until I moved here, even after I moved here, I've almost always had a kite. In fact, I had little tiny, um, what's that fat, like nylon that tents are made out of, whatever tents are made out of. Yeah. I had, I had little kites that would fold up into this little tiny thing that fit in my purse. And I used to carry two kites in my purse with so me fun. all the time. I am yeah. so not surprised by this. Do you guys want to be my be real? Sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. All right. Done. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Yeah, we are. What else? Um, oh, right. wait. This kite needs adult supervision. Oh. Oh. Well, I better cancel that maybe, order. No, maybe Ben can come. <laughs> <laughs> ben, her 16 year old son. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like this. You could be more mature than us. All right. So then I was thinking for the last Monday in January, maybe that's our uh, book club episode. Do you think we could get our books done? Oh, by I think I say I say that we set that as the goal, but make it a flexible goal. So if we are getting close to that date and we don't think we're going to have all the books read, then we'll just push it back a week. Or two. What do you guys think? Yeah. I should be able to get Planet this one done soon. We can flex it. Okay. All right. So that's that's what's coming up, friends. Those so we have a 150-year-old recipe, at least 150-year-old recipe. We have juggling, we have kite flying, and we have our book club. So there's an app I recently downloaded, but I haven't played with yet that we should all look at and decide if we want to do it someday. It's called the Me Plus Daily Routine Planner. Me Plus. If you just Google Me Plus app, it'll pop up. Daily Routine Planner? Mm hmm Do you want to do an episode about this one day or do you just want us to use the app? No, maybe. You just look at it and see what you think. If everybody likes it, then we could consider doing um, an episode about it. If not, then no big deal. Okay. Um, I'm kites. So I agree with whatever you're saying. I was texting Mark back. So I agree with whatever you say too. <laughs> whatever it is. I don't usually text people during our episodes. I don't know why I did that. Um, sorry about that. It's because he's so damn cute, man. He just deserves I a response. <laughs> mark, 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 mark. 
Okay, mark, 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 mark. All right, me plus, I assume the plus sign. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, it's a plus sign. Now question, so have I, you been using this app? No, so oh. I play this game. I play a game and as part of the game, sometimes you can watch an advertisement to- To get, get more lives. Yes, yeah. Oh. And so this one keeps popping up. It's not really more lives, but it's gems or whatever in the game. And this one keeps popping up and it was tempting me each time. And so today or yesterday, I just went ahead and downloaded it. And I thought, I wonder if anyone else would wanna do this. Also flashback to the past today, I started um, a mile a day for 30 days again. Mm. And that's a challenge that came about from our struggle runner episode. And sorry, you started it too, right? Yep, I sure did. Yeah, I got your picture. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's then, exciting. I I have not started a 30-day routine, but I want to, I am not going to run a mile a day, but I do want to pick a 30-day routine that I'm going to do a challenge with you guys. And then I have three friends from the island, um, two of whom no longer live on the island that are doing a mile a day for 30 days. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So you got a bunch of people doing a mile a day with you. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, and Dino's doing it too, but he's oh. starting tomorrow, I think. Sweet. Now, are is everybody running or are there going to be some walkers in there? Yeah, everybody's doing their own thing. Like you come up with your own rules. Um, I do a walk run. And my rule is that if I don't, if I skip a day, I start back at day one. Mm -hmm. And that's what I have to do to motivate myself on days that I don't want to run. Yeah. And it's win-win. If I start over, it just means that I, that I do a mile a day for more than 30 days, which is also a good thing. I've just been really sedentary and I felt the need to do something and challenges help me. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you are a fan of challenges. I'm, I, uh, that's one of my favorite things about you. <laughs> There's so many favorite things about you. All right. So if everybody else is doing a mile a day, maybe I will do a mile a day also. I'm just going to have to suck it up and do it in the cold. I do walk a mile a day, but it's a half mile They're to work not and a half mile back. There's not a place downtown that's inside that you could walk a mile a day. Well, the um, skywalk is not as long as it used to be. The skywalk has uh, most of it's closed now. So there is a there is a portion of it that is still open from um, Fountain Square to like the Great American Building, which is about five blocks away. But I could walk that back and forth several times until it's a mile. Yeah. I bet I bet it would only be like up and back twice. Right. And it would be a mile, maybe even, I don't know, maybe just one lap. If it's a half mile to the Great American Building, then maybe it's, uh, maybe I'll try that tomorrow. I'll see what it's, what it is tomorrow. Okay. That's a good idea, Tracy. All right. Well, we have lots of fun stuff coming up. I will put all of these things in the show notes. So you, if you fellow explorers want to follow along with us, you'll know what we're doing. Um, check out our website. <laughs> it's not been updated 
um, recently, but I do have a break coming up and I'm planning to do some updating to the website this month in December. Oh, actually, by the time you listen to this episode, it might be updated. So go check that out. I'll, I, my, I will post a blog post about all the things that are coming up and, um, yeah, thanks for spending your time with us. Sirens. Thank you for recording with us tonight. I am really, what are you guys, which is the episode you're looking forward to the most, do you think? The book club. Yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to the book club, but I think juggling is going to be way fun. And now that I'm all into the kites, I'm, I'm really into that one too. So (laughs) me too, actually. Yeah. Kite flying is one I'm looking forward to the most. I can't wait to do that. I'm excited to cook with Ben this weekend. Oh yeah. That's going to be fun. All right. Well, if you want more Siren Soapbox than your mind can handle, check us out on Patreon. We got lots of bonus um, episodes, not episodes, but bonus um, content out there for you. And, you know, it's all the Siren Soapbox you could possibly hope for. (laughs) But if a monthly subscription is not your thing, just share this episode with somebody that you love. And there's no better way to express your love than sharing an episode of a podcast. So, I mean, win, win, right? (laughs) (laughs) All right, girls, until next time. And you fellow explorers, until next time, dive in, stay curious, and be happy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to C-Strings for providing our music. Snag their latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias and don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.